What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. I'm your host, JT. Got a special guest on today. We got my guy, Artie, NFL scout. He is the head scouting, well, the head director of scouting for Film Is a Art. It is a black ran NFL scouting department. What's going on, man? How you doing today? Doing awesome, man. Um, Senior Bowl week is literally right, right there. So that's the that's the beginning of you know all the glitz and glamour of the draft cycle. So extremely excited to be talking with you, and extremely excited to you know be in the real thick of it as far as draft season goes. And today we got him coming on because we're going to be giving up. We're going to be giving you guys our 10 players to watch in the upcoming 2024 Senior Bowl, which is going to be next Saturday. And let's start off with you. Which player do you want to start off with to let the people know they need to pay attention to? <clears throat> so I'm going to start off with a very easy one. Um, this player is probably top in his position. Uh, should be a top 40 pick. And that's Cameron Kitchens, um, the safety from Miami. JT knows about Cameron Kitchens because he's a Hurricanes fan. But for you guys that do not know about Cameron Kitchens, here's all you need to know. As far as a on-the-roof safety, you know, a free safety in uh, terms of that nature, um, Cameron Kitchens is everything you want. He can He's reliable enough to be the uh, uh, furthest back safety, you know, play that deep, deep uh, coverage and, you know, be responsible for anybody that comes deep for you. He's relentless um, in his pursuits to the football. And my favorite thing on Cam Kitchens, you guys, is, guys, he's a great tackler. When you're a safety, your main job is to be able to cover, um, you know, those receivers to get downfield. You got to make tackles. Because if you don't make tackles, then somebody's going to the house. And Cam Kitchens excels at all of those things. Um, stands about, I think, 6'1". Uh, 201, so good good uh, height and weight for a safety. Probably has the best range of any safety to come out. Probably just Malik Hooker. Um, he makes some plays on tape where he just – you think the quarterback is throwing a ball, and it's, and it's just a perfect ball, and he will come over the top and yank that thing out of the air. So um, like a bandit. So Cam Kitchens, uh, safety from Miami, definitely uh, one prospect you guys should uh, know going into senior bowl week. Now, I want to start off for me, I'm going to have to go with Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler, to me, is the most underrated quarterback in this draft class. You want to look for a quarterback who has high ceiling, who potentially could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He has that great arm, fantastic arm talent. He can throw all platform. He has the ability to throw from different arm angles. And he looked pretty good to me this season. South Carolina didn't have a good offensive line. They had Xavier Leggett, who was his go-to target. But outside of him, there really was nobody else on that squad who really, who really was that good. Juice Wells, like, he didn't really play all that much. And Spencer Rattler, when he had protection, he looked really good. And even when he was under the rest, he was able to get out, get outside the pocket, buy time for guys to get open. If he played for a better team, he would be talked about, talked about a lot more than what he is right now. At the Senior Bowl, I really expect him to go out there and kill it. And if he has a good Senior Bowl performance, I definitely believe that that could improve his draft stock. 
maybe right now he's a third round pick but potentially he could be a second round pick not too long ago he was projected to be the number one overall pick along with sam howell and he just has so much upside and if you're a team like minnesota that maybe you want to draft them and send them for a year or the la rams this could be your guy absolutely absolutely um also we are doing a film review on spencer rattler so if you guys want to see more on some of the points that jt talked about come check us out at film is Heart, where i personally will break down um a game of film and talk about his strengths and weaknesses and what he can provide for nfl team at the next level all right so who do you have next for you I'm going to stay on defense because I have more offense than defense. I'm actually going to talk about Byron Murphy, uh, the second defensive tackle from Texas. Um, a lot of people talk about, you know, Jerzon Newton, the interior defensive lineman from Illinois, as they should, outstanding player. Some people talk about your guy um, from Miami, Leonard Taylor, a defensive uh, lineman. Um, some people even talk about his teammate, Devon, Devon Jerry Sweat, uh, the defensive tackle from Texas as well. But Byron Murphy has more potential than all those guys. He's extremely young, and I think at the age of 20. I could be mistaken, but I think the age of 20. Um, he also just has an unreal get-off. Most defensive tackles, you know, their get-off is, is not slower, but <clears throat> it's more it's more on the on the medium side, I guess, is that the best way to put it. Like, it's not it's not slow, but it's not quick. He's got some of the quickest get-off that you'll see from a player in his position. Um, outstanding ability to shed blocks. I think I think the thing that makes him so good at that is, you know, his play strength, but his hand usage is, is just special, bro. The way you can swipe offensive linemen's uh, hands off of him is just um, incredible, and he has, you know, the ability to stop the run. And <clears throat> overall, like, he's got some real pass rush upside. A lot of these prospects, like, Javon Newton is very, very good pass rusher. Like, he gets hits on the quarterback and, and sack production. But Javon's sweat is like an effort rusher because he's huge. He's like 6'2", 350. Byron Murphy can actually put moves on offensive linemen and get home. And at the a young age he is and is already as good as he is, Byron Murphy – the second from Texas, if you need an interior defensive lineman that can stop the run and get pressure, you're looking for this year's Jalen Carter light. That's Byron Murphy, uh, the interior defensive lineman from Texas. And where do you expect him to get drafted at? Oof. Um. <clears throat> well, I've heard that teams really like him in the first round. I don't see him getting past, like, pick. 30, 36, 35. I think I think his stock is pretty cemented right now. But I think the senior bowl could really, really push him up. And that's why I brought him up because people have him between like defensive tackle two and like four. But with a good senior bowl, like there are some teams that could legitimately put him as defensive tackle one on their board. So yeah, I think he's a top thirty five, basically top fifty lock pick. Now, I'm going to stay on defense. I'm going to go with Ohio State linebacker Tommy Eichenberg. I really love this dude. 
from a prospect standpoint, he has everything that you're looking for and a really good run stopper. He is really good when it comes to tackling running backs behind the backfield, really good instincts, high football IQ. It just seems like every time you watch the Ohio State play, he was always near the ball carrier, rather if he was there making a tackle or if he was just around in the proximity. And he has a little bit of similarities to Paul Puzlowski. I remember always watching the Jaguars when I was really younger and I used to always see Paul Puzlowski, swole neck, linebacker running around, not so great in coverage, but he was really good against the run. And they don't have like the same body type and he may not move as well, but I do think that he could be a good round two, round three pick for a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers that's looking for a thumper in the run game. And if he could have a good senior bowl week, a really good senior bowl performance, I could see him solidifying himself as a round two pick. Because he is the kind of linebacker that if he gets put in the right scheme, he could be a, a really impactful starter. And I really think he's a little bit better in coverage than what people may think. So I would love to see what he does in the Senior Bowl this week. I don't really know how you feel about him. Do you think that maybe he oh, could yeah. be a day two pick? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like Tommy Eifenberg. <laughs> I actually, that's another session that uh, will drop next week for from us. Uh, we're going to do one on Tommy Eifenberg as well. Uh, I like him. Um, I, I like him in coverage. Um, I like the fact that he, he's one of those players, right, where he, he sees the play before it happens. You have some linebackers that try to guess, right? They try to guess. They try to guess the play, shoot the gap, post-snap. Tommy Eifenberg is smart. He's got high IQ. So he's going to know what you're running before you even run it. So he's that type of player. And I also think while he's older, he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires either. He's only really got two years of experience at Ohio State. So, yeah, I think um, he's a young player who willing to play special teams. All of that for you. So, yeah, I like Tommy Eckenberg. I see him in that two round two to round four range with a good senior bowl. He could potentially solidify himself as a day two pick. So I 100% agree with you on Tommy Eckenberg. Before we get into our next couple of prospects that you guys need to look out for, if you haven't already, make sure that you listen to the JT Sports Podcast on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. We are not just a YouTube channel. We are a podcast. We are available wherever you get your podcasts from. If you are enjoying this episode, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, and turn on post notifications so you don't miss when we drop new content make sure that you guys check out my dude Artie. he is the head of scouting for film is a art let the people know what you guys do and how did you guys get into this field of scouting before you drop your next player to watch in the senior bowl so basically how we came together bro is we um i started scouting during the pandemic 2020 um, the Cowboys sucked like they more, they more than likely always do. Um, so it was a situation where, you know what? I'm tired of watching Mel Kuyper, you know, Todd McShay, 
all these guys, Mike Mayock, tell me who the Cowboys should draft. I want to figure this shit out myself. So what I started doing was I started, you know, watching players, scouting lightly. But then the 2020 season happened. Dak Prescott got hurt, and I was like, you know what? I've already tried it. I liked scouting. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just watching highlights. But, you know, it won't hurt to try some more. And I just fell in love with it, bro. I met some incredible people, made some brothers. And 2021, in June, uh, Phil Hart became a NFL scouting department. We started off just on, you know, Instagram. That's how I met JT. Um, we've grown since then. Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, everything. We're a legitimate NFL scouting department. We have six scouts now, um, JT, not five. Um, just picked up a guy named Hayden who worked at um, – a university as an actual scout. So he's got actual, you know, legitimate scouting experience um, with the school. So, yeah, we're just a lot of young guys who love the game of football, love talking ball, and love scouting because scouting is something to where, you know, it's not like, you know, you have to root for a team. You're just rooting for these prospects to reach their potential and be the best they can be. So that's how we came about, and that's why we do what we do. All right. So who do you have next up for your player that everybody needs to be looking out for in the senior bowl? This is a guy who didn't even play in the FBS. So everybody antennas up because when we drop this film session, I mean, it might be the only film session available on this kid. So y'all need to make sure y'all tap in and check it out. Isaiah Davis running back from South Dakota State. This kid is really, really good at ball, y'all. 6'2", 220, no, not 6'2", more like 6'1". 6'1", 220, full-size running back, outstanding vision. In this class, this running back class is not filled with a lot of backs with outstanding vision. But Isaiah Davis is one of the few ones that has outstanding vision. His ability to, you know, identify cutback lanes is outstanding. I love the way he finishes his runs. I love the way he gets involved in the passing game. Like, South Dakota targeted him a lot, JT. They gave him a lot of targets, and he made the most of them when he got when he got his hands on them. Um, really, did, I didn't see him really drop many passes either. Um, I like him in the open field. I have questions about his long speed, but I've seen him in open field enough to know that when he gets his opportunity, he can make you know someone miss one. We can also run away from people. And lastly, on him, I just think you know. With him being from a smaller school, I think if a team was, was really, you know, invested in him and took a chance on him, I really think he could provide some real running back stability to a team without the necessary financial investment of a high draft pick or high, um, you know, money spent through the cap. So Isaiah Davis running back from South Dakota State, if you don't know, now you know. Very, 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 very impressive running back prospect. For me – I have to go with Johnny Wilson next up for the player that people need to look out for. He has incredible size. The dude's 6'7", like 230, 240 pounds. He probably runs like 4'5", maybe high-end 4'6", but I don't think that would be too bad. But I think he probably runs 4'5". You think he runs 4'5"? He looks like a 4'5 guy. Uh, I don't know. I have to say move this week. For me, I saw more like four six, four seven. 
but he could have run a four five with training. That's the thing. A lot of these players, they play like four whatever, but they might run faster than that because they've been training for the forty, you know, for at least ninety days. So they could, who knows what they what they can run. But I think I think if he runs a four or five, I think I will be not shocked, but still impressed. I can I can see him running a four or five. Now my problem with him is that he's not a great route runner. I do believe in the NFL, he's more of just a really big red zone target. You know, one of those guys who you just say F it, he's down there somewhere, he can go get those 50-50 balls. His hands they're a little bit up and down, you know, but I do believe that if he can go to a team that has a quarterback, let's say like the Los Angeles Chargers, who you have some concerns about the health of Mike Williams, you're looking for somebody who can go make that transition, put Quentin Johnston just mainly in the slot, and somebody who Justin Herbert can just throw the football up and ask to go make big plays, he could be a really good fit there. You know, him getting off the line when they do one-on-ones in the Senior Bowl this year, I really want to see how he's going to hold up in that department. Because if he can prove to me that he can get off the line consistently, I believe he could be an absolute stud. And even then, that should always be an area of his game that should be improved. But it's just when you look at how important it is to make sure that you can get off press coverage and you can actually get open off the line, that really, for me, is what makes or breaks a lot of wide receivers. And if he can show me that he can have good releases and be able to consistently get off the line without any problems, I definitely believe that his draft status is going to skyrocket so he definitely is somebody who a lot of people need to look out for because with his measurables he 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 could be a monster he could be but my my reasoning for don't like is a strong way of putting it it's not that i don't like johnny wilson but why i can't take him seriously at the moment as a wide receiver prospect is what you said. It's not the. It's not even the getting off the line because I wouldn't expect a six seven guy to not have issues getting off the line. It's the drops. Now Jordan Travis is not the ideal quarterback you look for at throw you the ball in college. He's not. But my gosh, there were so many times on tape, bro. Because I just cut Johnny Wilson. What was it? Tuesday. Sometimes on tape, Jordan Travis hit Johnny Wilson right in the hands, and he just dropped that shit. Like, nobody near him. Just just complete lack of focus drops. So, that's my biggest thing. If you can go to the senior bowl and not drop any passes, that's a win for me. I could care less about your 40. I care less about how you get off the line. Just stop dropping fucking passes, Johnny Wilson, please. It would it would improve your draft stock greatly if you stop dropping the football. Now, you have another wide receiver that you really love a lot. Oh yeah, catching passes for Drake uh, May. Mhm. Yeah, Tez Walker. Tez Walker is um a stud. Transfer from Kent State. Uh, also NC Central. Shout out to uh home state. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Tess Walker is probably the most talented receiver that's going to be at the senior bowl. 
198. Should run a 4-440. Does everything extremely well. Fluid hips, getting in and out of his breaks. Can really separate going deep. Like, outside of, like, Brian Thomas and um, what's another good deep threat? Troy Franklin, probably one of the best deep threat vertical receivers in this class. He gets north and south really quickly. Had a, a rep against Nate Wiggins where he just burned him off the ball. And Nate Wiggins is the best corner in this class. So that tells you I need to know about Tez Walker. Um, slight build, slight frame. So I would like to put him, get him in a meal program, get some muscle on him before he, uh, you know, gets through his rookie season. But other than that, there is nothing that you don't want that Tez Walker has as a wide receiver in the next level. Um, here's all you need to know. 35 catches last season for almost 700 yards. And as you all know, the whole incident with him not even being able to play for a few games. So you do have that type of production. And, and I believe seven touchdowns, by the way. Seven or six. One of those two. Um, That's half a season of production. Some people didn't even have 700 yards last year. They're, and they played 12 games. So Devontae Walker is everything that you want in a modern NFL receiver. And I think Devontae Walker with a good showing in the senior bowl could lock himself as a top 25 pick in this draft. That's how much I like Tess Walker. Um, he's not my wide receiver five right now, but I'm open to hearing conversations about him and Brian Thomas right now for wide receiver five for me. So, um, yeah, Devontae Walker, a flat-out stud. Cannot wait to see um, how he cooks all these defensive backs in the one-on-one drills and can't wait to see who he catches passes from next season. Yeah, man. When I was watching Drake May's film, I saw both of these two dudes connect on a lot of crazy throws and catches. It's kind of like they were having a competition of who could make it look better. Was he going to be the one to make the – incredible catch was the throw going to be better but i mean i was watching one game when drake may was fading away and this dude threw a touchdown fade away to devontez walker and I, I was just like oh my goodness man like imagine if you're the commanders or the patriots especially if you're the patriots you get drake may and then you can find a way to pair him back up with devontez walker because you already have a that's whole what i'm receiver. saying yeah, Ooh. and I'm 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 gonna put this too in your ear about you got you guys ear too about Devontae Walker. There are some receivers when it comes to scramble drill, they don't know what the fuck to do. They'll sit there, they'll run into uh the, their teammates, they'll run into defensive backs. Devontae Walker is one of the best receivers in this class on uncovering when the play goes into the second play, which is you know you know the extension play. Like, he was always finding a way to get open for Drake May. Always. So, Devontae Walker, man, love the kid. He He's a flat-out stud. Yeah, and I also like him after the catch, man. I, you could find mm -hmm. different ways to get him the ball in space. It's just – he's just a threat on all levels of the field, short area, deep threat, wherever you want to use him, put him, he can play ball. For me – my next player is going to be somebody that a lot of people have been talking about. And he had an outstanding season. Michael Penix Jr. 
I love this dude. You know, he's from the state of Florida. He's a Florida boy from Tampa. And he put up fantastic numbers at Washington the last two years under Kalen DeBoer. But when I watch him play sometimes, he can start games out a little bit slow. You know, he tends to get better as the game progresses. He has really good deep ball accuracy. But when he's under pressure, you know, he doesn't really have too much of the ability to, you know, get outside the pocket and extend plays really all that consistently. He's not a guy who's going to step up in pocket and make big throws with guys raining down on him. But I do believe that if you give him a good offensive line, he's operating from a clean pocket mostly. He can be really effective. I really would love to see what he could do with the Sean Payton because the arm strength is there. And to me, he could be Tua with a stronger arm, but maybe a little bit, you know, lacking in certain areas. Tua still, it was a little bit better, well, a lot better than him as a prospect to me. But I do think he throws with pretty good anticipation. Like, he does go through his progressions pretty good. You know, I really would love to see him go to a team like the Denver Broncos, maybe Denver. He could sit behind a veteran quarterback, Minnesota. And then in his second season, you let him take over the reins. Yeah. Um... I know the last time we talked about Michael Penix, we had a we had a nice little, you know, real thing going on. And I said some nice things about Michael Penix. And I still feel those things with Michael Penix. But what I want to see from Michael Penix at the senior bowl is I want to see those throws over the middle of the field in practices and then during the game. I want to see them completed. Michael Penix over the middle of the field out of the consensus top five quarterbacks had the worst completion percentage. Michael Penix, out of the consistent top five quarterbacks, had the worst um, passer rating on third down. Those two things, when it comes to quarterbacks at the next level, are the things that translate the most. Third down and middle of the field throwability. Because guess what? That's where most of your work is going to get done in the NFL. So for Michael Penix, you know, excuse the injury. Excuse, you know, the arm strength concerns, I just need to see you complete passes over the middle of the field regularly. And I just need to see you in third down situations, you know, get get third down conversions and and not um get off the field. All right, everyone. Artie is about to reveal his last player to watch in the upcoming 2024 Senior Bowl. Before he reveals his last player, make sure that you guys go ahead hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and subscribe to our guy, Artie, on film is a art. We're going to have the link to their YouTube channel and their podcast down in the comment section down below. Artie, who is the last player to look out for in the Senior Bowl? Yeah, I think you bring up um, Michael Penix is a great transition into my last player, which is Bo Nix, quarterback from Oregon. Now, Bo Nix, those first three years at Auburn was like watching a house on fire from a distance. And like, man, I hope they put that fire out. But the last two seasons at Oregon, Bo Nix put that fire out. Not only did he put the fire out, 
but he rebuilt the rebuilt the house and essentially put himself in the conversation of he really could be a first round pick. Like NFL teams and scouts, including myself, really, really like Bo Nix. Now, do I like Bo Nix to the point where I'm like banging the table for him? No. But I think with his ability to keep remain a passer and extending plays, I think his touch on the football, his velocity, his his arm strength is is adequate. It's not great, it's adequate. Um, I think his IQ, he, he had a turnover problem at Auburn. He had completely obliterated it at, at Oregon. I think Bo Nix could really be a successful day one starter at, at the NFL level. Now, here's what's going to kick Bo Nix in the ass. Bo Nix is going to have to beat the Cam Newton game manager allegations. Because in Oregon, all Bo Nix had to do was serve the food on the platter. Just being objective. There was never a game where Bo Nix took over the game and put his team on his back. There was never a game like that. And I don't think there will be. But I think that he's athletic enough and good enough on the move to where a team can say, yeah, Bo Nix will work. So I'm excited to see him and Michael Penix throwing back-to-back because they're actually on the same senior bowl team. So there are going to be some practice reps where you're going to see Bo Nix throwing and Michael Penix throwing right after. I don't know how they're going to do the starters in the game, but you could potentially see Bo Nix throw on a series and Michael Penix after. So you're going to see side-by-side to mostly the same receivers who is throwing the ball better and more effectively. So – I can't wait. I can't wait to see what Bo Nix does at the at the um, Senior Bowl, and I can't wait to see what happens with this draft stock after that. Yeah, I love Bo Nix as a prospect. To me, he is the fourth best quarterback in this class behind Caleb, Drake, and Jaden for me. I like the fact that he started out in a rough situation It wasn't the greatest start at Auburn, you know. He really struggled as a passer. And then he goes to Oregon with way better coaching and a way better system. And all of a sudden, he puts himself in prime position to be a first-round pick. He's a pretty good athlete. I don't think he's a lead athlete, but I do think that he is a really capable athlete. I don't think when he gets to the NFL, he's not going to be able to break off big runs. I don't think he's going to be a marginal athlete. I do think like he would be above average when it comes to NFL standards. And he has a pretty good arm. And I do think that he has pretty good accuracy and the short intermediate portions of the field. His deep ball... I don't know how you feel about his deep ball accuracy. I, I I do think that he is pretty consistent with his deep ball. Maybe he'll miss a couple here and there, but I do think that he has pretty good timing. Some people think he could be a little bit Johnny Manzelvish, which eh, I don't really know about that. But that that's been something that's that a I've stretch. Thrown, that's thrown a stretch out, out there. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, that's a stretch. Johnny Manziel was also more dynamic as an athlete, but <coughs> excuse me, Johnny Manziel would like put the ball in harm's way every other play. 
Bo Nix used to do that at Auburn, but for two years, he hasn't done that. So, yeah, I think he's beat the uh, Johnny Manziel allegations. And I want to see Bo Nix at the Senior Bowl really start to show, stand out from the Michael Penixes and the Spencer Rattler. He really needs to come out here and dominate. And if he can really dominate the Senior Bowl practices and even the interviews, I believe he will solidify himself as a top 15 pick because there are a lot of teams out there that are looking for a good, young, capable quarterback if you can't get Drake, May, or Caleb. And then it comes down to who goes first, him or Jaden Daniels, potentially. So in the senior bowl practices, you know, if he looks really good in the game, looks really sharp, that could really solidify him. And we've seen, like, other quarterbacks in the past who really didn't need to play in the senior bowl, like Justin Herbert. There were people who thought he wasn't really going to work out because he was coming from the Oregon system with Mario Cristobal. And, you know, there were questions about him. Not everybody was the biggest fan of him. Well, he looked good during Senior Bowl week, and we saw where that helped him as far as, far as him getting drafted as high as what he did and what he's doing now. So for a guy like Bo Nix, who some people are a little bit split on, the Senior Bowl could go a long way to giving teams more confidence that, you know, this guy is willing to put this commitment in. We got the interviews with him already, and then we seen that the pro date. Now we're willing to take this gamble on him, taking him in the top 15. Absolutely. One last thing on Bonix before you go to your last player. Um, as far as quarterbacks in this class, I believe Bonix might be the oldest. But there's a team that we talked about previously that might really like that. That's the Denver Broncos. I know we already had, you know, the discussion about Penix to Denver. But I think Sean Payton would look at Bo Nix and say, I could work with that because he's coming in pro-ready in theory. He's coming in with um, already understanding of when to take when to throw the ball away, right? There are a lot of quarterbacks in this class that do not throw the ball away. They will try to run and make a play or they will run into a sack. Bo Nix is that quarterback that says, I'm throwing this sucker away. I'm living to fight another down. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I, I, I think you're right. I think Bo Nix, with where he's at as far as how scouts are evaluating him, I think the senior bowl could help solidify him the most out of probably any offensive skill prospect because you could be talking about Bo Nix as a lock at 12. Like, no lower than 12, Bo Nix is getting picked. So, really, really big week for him, and I hope he makes the most of it. Now, my last player is going to be defensive back Tyke Smith. He was a freshman All-American at West Virginia. He didn't really play a lot his first couple of years when he got to Georgia. He had some injuries, and also he was a little bit down on the depth chart. But once he really got the opportunity to really get legit playing time this past season, he was really phenomenal. As just a hybrid safety slot cornerback, he's a really physical player in the run game. He's a really good tackler, and I do think he's pretty good in coverage also. He can play safety, slot. Nobody really knows where he's going to be playing in the NFL level, but 
if he goes to a defensive-minded coach or just any team, it shouldn't really be hard to find a way to get this guy in position to succeed with his skill set. You know, he can play in the box, really good in run support, and he's also really a, a fluid athlete where he can play safety too and hold up on the back end. So in the senior bowl, I want to see what he does in one-on-ones because really, if he can look really good in the one-on-one drills and show that he can truly be good at man-to-man coverage, then that pretty much should solidify him as like a round three, maybe low round two guy for me because i mean you have a jack of all trades he's good at running support and he's good at man coverage ideal slot hybrid safety match him up with tight ends like a chauncey gardner johnson so that's what i'm looking forward to seeing out of tyke smith in the senior bowl and a lot of fans should definitely keep their eyes on him if you're a team that's in need of uh playmaker on defense that can line up in a variety of different positions quickly um also his teammate from college javon bullard will be there as well his partner in crime there in the secondary so y'all make sure that you watch both of those uh georgia defensive backs all right everybody this is it for this episode of the jt sports podcast these are 10 players to watch End the Senior Bowl next weekend. Leave a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Remember that you can find every episode of the JT Sports Podcast available in audio format wherever you get your podcast from, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Leave us with a five-star review. Check out our guy, Film is a Art. We got Artie on today. He is the head director of scouting. It is a Black Rant scouting department. You guys make sure to go show love to their podcast, and we appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, for sure, JT. Uh, Again, always good to talk ball with you, brother. Appreciate you, you know, in the content space, outside the content space. And, again, you know, just thank you for the opportunity. You know, you have 15,000 going on 16,000 subscribers, man. You – you don't have to work with me. <laughs> you don't have to work with us. That, that's a choice you make, you know? So we're grateful. And uh, to anybody out there that's been watching us and considering subscribing, what are you waiting for? Come on, man. We don't bite. Um, <laughs> we make we make great quality uh, NFL and um, NFL draft content over here at Film is Hard. And um, if you subscribe, you will absolutely not regret it. All right, everyone, appreciate you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast.